L T S. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the LTS podcast. My best friend. Hi, welcome to part two of the LTS podcast. Remember, these podcasts are posted, the audio version at least, are posted every Tuesday of the week, unless otherwise told. And there's a video per- portion of this podcast that is on YouTube. So if you'd like to follow that one, follow the links in the description. So see you then. Marcos out. So yeah, Marcos. Yes. I think I yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so basically that's what it is. I mean, when you we live in in a situation where the city is allowing you not only the drugs, but the place where you can co- comfortably uh shoot up drugs into your body oh. and it's Sorry being paid. That. No, you're good. And it's and it's being funded by uh, your tax dollars it's like it's kind of crazy that's kind of crazy <sighs> so yeah, yeah it's a was, slippery slope i was saying you guys want to go into the animal yes yes please take it away marquitos In with five, the intro four just do it three one more thing ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Damn. <laughs> and welcome to our anime section. Yes. Marco Esposue, are you I ready? Know. Yes, I actually have. One yeah, thing go ahead, bro. That, you know, there's a new anime coming out where, you know, the main character is trying to get after this person because he owes him money. And stop talking about our <laughs> life, Josue. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. With, um, I've been trying to dodge you for years. Is I, it I called this I, LTS anime. <laughs> yes. No. Um. But I started. I started talking to you guys earlier about this. But um, you know, with Bleach now out and about, I think it's two episodes deep. Um, something I like to go over is uh, uh, what's it called? The the weapons of choice for a Shinigami slash Soul Reaper slash Hollow slash a nice sword. <laughs> yes. Sa- slash staying humble. But yeah, it's uh, their weapon of choice, which is uh, a sword, but they have dubbed it uh, a sandbox toe. Marcos, yes. you know what's up, Marcos? These hands. These hands. They're really sort of, for everyone. Kind of. <laughs> Bruh. Marcos. Oh, <laughs> no. Bruh. You take my. Um, but yeah, just like I said, since Bleach is out. Uh, something I want to go over is their weapon of choice, which is, like I said, the Sampak So, um, the Sampak Toe is like uh, the weapon that they have. It's what they swing around to kill the hollows. And the hollow. essentially, if they ever find like a good spirit, they can, you know, take the hilt of it and then stamp it on his body to say, this one's good. They've been blessed. They send them to heaven. Um, so the uh, Sampak Toe is, from what I remember, uh, 
they can vary from different sizes and shape depending on the spiritual pressure of the owner. Uh, for example, most cases, they uh, measure Zanpakuto, pressure. But that's what they call their they're like chi chakra thing. PSI, come on. No, spiritual pressure. Uh, so typically the toes are like the size of a katana. Uh, I think they have actual measurements here. Dang. Yeah. Um, so it's about 23.9 inches and it can be longer. But for the main character, uh, Ichigo Kurisaki, yes. this guy's Zanpakuto is massive. It's like, like 13 um, feet long. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> no, it's like, I think, I think we all saw it. it was about the, about his height, right? It's it basically. Yeah. What is he like? Six is, feet? Yeah. Look, no, there's probably a wiki for that. Yeah, hold on. Let me Probably. check. Right here. He was 5'8 at the beginning of the arc. This oh, arc of bleach. Oh, wow. So, you know, he was he was a little bit below average. In and, Japanese um, culture, I think that's normal. Or well, how, no, yeah. Tall. He, he's, uh, yeah, he'll be tall in Japanese. Time. <laughs> but, um, true, true. Calm true. your excitement, Hustle. So calm his, down. Um, his Zanpak toe was massive. So that indicated that he had a. A large spiritual pressure built up. A big title. Yes. 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 Uh, the first form that we will see later <laughs> down the line uh, is called their Shikai, where they have to learn. Yeah. Is um, to activate it, the Shinigami needs to learn the name of their Zanpakuto. This is not as easy as simply picking a name, but the living spirit of the Zanpakuto already has his own name. Shinigami must be able to communicate and harmonize with the Zanpakuto effectively, which requires to be able to speak the spirit within its world. Uh, given Gaining access to one Shikai and releasing it for the first time is known as manifestation. So basically, they have to speak with their uh, with their Zanpakuto. With their chest. <laughs> to learn the, the phrase and the name to unlock their, their Shikai, which is like their true form. Uh, for example, um, I think they have some examples here. Yeah, because they have a sh- they have two, right? Two, uh, I guess steps all, to it. It's all Shinigami, Shikai, and then Bankai, right? Yeah, that's the, the second. So, for example, for Renji, he has to say how Zabimaru to release the Shikai. For uh, Kampachi, he has to say drink. Uh, alcoholic. Yes, sort of. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> blood. Alcohol. So that's uh. I think there there are some cases where they don't have to say a phrase because I think Ich Ichigo, once he released his shikai, it kind of just stayed there. Huh? It just right, stayed. Right, right, he, right. Didn't talk, he didn't consult the doctor. No, just it just uh, <laughs> stayed like that. Uh, just as a then, heads up, just a heads up, the average height of a seventeen-year-old Japanese person, man, is uh one hundred seventy point seven. Yeah, it's one hundred seventy point seven centimeters, which is five six. So he is tall okay. for the average Japanese man. Uh, and then, uh, the, like it's like Alan said, the the next evolution to this is uh, the Bon Guy. Uh, and that what, is what, what the, was it? Bon Guy. Yes. Senbun Sakura Gagayoshi. And in order to gain this Clipping form, uh, it is known that when a Shinikai, uh, Shinigami achieved it. They would possess an evolved Sampakto to act to achieve Bankai. 
one must be able to materialize and subjugate their Zanpakuto spirit. Uh, materialization means the opposite of getting dragged into the Zanpakuto's inner world. The wielder needs to summon the Zanpakuto spirit into the physical world. It usually takes 10 years or more to achieve mm -hmm. it, plus the experience needed to master it. Despite the Zanpakuto spirit being subjugated uh, for their Shinigami to learn Bankai, the Zanpakuto also becomes stronger and learns Bankai at precisely the moment the Shinigami learns it. Even though Bankai is the final stage of a Zanpakuto, it doesn't mean the Shinigami strength ends there. A Bankai is especially one recently obtained can evolve even further as the Shinigami gets stronger. Furthermore, obtaining a Bankai allows the Shinigami to release their Shikai without calling its name. Although some Shinigamis choose, still choose to release their Shikai by calling its name. So, and that's what, uh, yes, you know, that's the, that's the, the whole, I guess you can say that's the, that's the entire sheath of the, of the sword, <laughs> the shaft, that's hey, the, yo. that's the sword of it. And, no, uh, today, power schematic of their, yeah. of their power system. Today I want to, cause a lot of the Bankais, especially in the, at least right now it's in the anime, not the newer arc, but, the now. Oh, okay. very, a lot of Bankais have like very simple and you don't see the more complicated ones till the thousand year blood uh blood war blood war. For example, we have the the Bankai of Captain of the First Squad, oh Gitzel Squad. Yamamoto. And for for context, his Shikai is Vujing Chaka, uh, the <laughs> flowing blade-like flame. Uh, it's like one of those. What's the safe word? That, huh? What's the safe word? Uh, reduce all creation to ash. That's not a safe word. That's, that's, awesome that's, a, tri safe that's word. a trigger word. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trigger word. Oh, okay, oh, how about this? All things in the universe turn to ashes. I like that one. Yes. Uh, so I said stop. Not is, turn, uh, it turn it off. Not turning off. Is, turn it's it like, off. I think right now the only Zanpakuto, or at least for characters that are main characters, that we don't see like a like a Shikai, like I guess like a humanized form. Cause you know, for Ichigo we had, you know, old man Zangetsu mm -hmm. and uh, the hollow Ichigo we had um like there I think there's a little like side art or like a filler where they saw like their I guess like their actual physical forms and not their Shikai forms. And the old man was the only one. <laughs> I mean, then again, I think it was also the only one that had actually obeyed um, their their uh, their owner's command still after the whole filler arc. Uh, so his shikai, uh, his shikai, it becomes just a giant mess of flames that he controls. Burn, um, baby, it's, burn! It's it's really <laughs> he has to be very careful with it because he can easily start burning people around him. And they don't have to be enemies to be burnt. They could also oh, be a uh, friend or foe. Dang. And with that, this is and this is the reason why he hasn't used his Bankai. His Bankai will kill people around him. No questions uh, asked. So he he hasn't. And this is like a spoiler, I guess, for the Bleach anime. Uh, he doesn't use his Bankai until he faces the main villain of the new arc. And his Bankai is Zanka no Tachi. Uh, no touchy, the long, okay. The long sword of the remnant flame. 
In its bankai, the blade takes the form of an ancient and worn katana, severely scorched by fire. Oof. Its special ability is upon activation, any flames purely previously produced by Yujin Jaka are absorbed into the blade. Zankai no Tachi incorporates the full power of Yamamoto's flame into the blade. The flames within the blade burn anything or anything it cuts out of existence. Dang. Zankai no Tachi has the side effect of depleting the moisture in the entire area, or at least the size of the uh, Sirite, causing the air and water to dry up. Even Toshiro's Bankai, Dangurin Hagurin Maru, cannot be used for its ice melts due to the intense heat of Zankai no Tachi. Is he no flames are visible as if it's cut. Yamamoto claims releasing his bankai clads both into his blades and into his body in the flames of sun of the sun. Even Retsu Unahana believes that Zankai no Tachi flames can incinerate the entirety of the Soul Society if left activated for too long. So for this reason, he hasn't used it for a while. Um, so basically, he needs to go to another dimension. They try it out. Basically, um, he uh, he can't use it with other people because yeah, it would. They, I remember in the in the manga at least, um, the two like not they're like the two strongest captains I think. I forgot like Shinsui and I forgot who the other guy was. Uh, they felt the effects of his bankai and they were at least like miles miles away. They're like, my lips got chapped. He's like, yeah, my throat is dry. And they're like, oh, he uses Bankai. And um, so his Bankai has four different forms. Uh, and they're all based on um, the cardinal directions. So north, south, east, and west. Um, and yeah, they're uh, incredibly powerful. We have the east, which automatically activated at release. This ability concentrate the intense flames of the sword along the tip of the blade. It neither burns nor erupts, but anything it touches is eradicated to nothingness. Even the defense, defensive power of Wonder Rick's blue vein cannot stand up against his technique. Then there's um, Zankai no Tachi uh, West, which is also automatically activated at release. But this ability is unseen by the eyes of anyone else unless Yamamoto wills it to be seen. It engulfs his body in heat, which reaches the, a temperature upwards of oh wow, it's a, it's a da, big da, number. Da. <laughs> no, of fifteen million degrees. It doesn't say Celsius or Fahrenheit. She. But therefore, it becomes impossible to even touch him while he is using his bankai. The level of heat produced by this technique is so high, it would not actually appear in the form of flames. Plasma. And then there's a uh, the south variant. Which, impaling the tip of his sword into the ground, Yamamoto calls upon the corpses and ashes of the dead who were killed by his flame to come forth and fight on his behalf. They emerge from a rupture in the ground, which comes with enough force to decimate. Um, I forget what is this? Like, I forgot what this was. Um, the holy chant is oh, it's a Quinty spell, it's a Zonkit Sawinger. That's okay. Uh, Using the heat of this sword on their ashes, he can rouse all the people he has killed, allowing the corpses to become his limbs and attack whoever he deems his enemy. 
until they become dust. He can bring forth any specific corpse that he wishes, allowing him to inflict psychological damage upon those with connections to those he has slain. And then the last variant, which is the North variant, heaven and earth and the ashes. A slash of concentrated fire and heat which incinerates whatever it touches out of existence. He's a, he's a dangerous person. Yeah. Seems like a jolly old fellow. Yeah, he seems great. Is he a villain? <laughs> no, he's no. the captain of the, of the first squad. Sounds like villain he's material right now. No, 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 no. He's a great leader. Yes. He was, he's been serving as a leader for hundreds of years. At least he's a, a wise, thousand, a wise man. Does he? Uh, he just is yeah. dangerous. No, no, he's a brolic well, yeah, old that's man. Why he hasn't used his bonkai in a while. He's a nice guy. Hopefully, he doesn't unsheath that those powers anytime soon. No, he won't. <laughs> Even though <laughs> people say sure. bet, no, people that say bet they die. Oh, hold my beer. <laughs> and I think I think this bonkai is like either the strongest or like one of the strongest. Yeah, I'm calling the strongest at least. That's definitely be. yeah. I mean, it has to be. It's no I mean, Ichigo also, Kurosaki Bankai, yeah. but it's I. It's I. No, it's a. Uh, it gets the job done. Yes, it does. But yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <laughs> He's like, because you'll need it. I must meditate. Yeah, that was uh, old man's uh, Yamamoto Bankai. Bankai. He's like, Bankai. Sankai no Tachi. It always sounds like, please, no touchy. Something oh, no yes. touchy. Oh, <laughs> no touchy. Burns when, uh, when, when, when unsheathed. <laughs> no, it like, you, it, it you, burns so hot that you can't even see like flames or, or like you just, and when he released it, it's just a little, a little heat. smoke comes out because it's yeah. that concentrated. People wanted to, the smoke and they got the fire instead. Yeah. Gotta hit him with the oh my. Gotta hit them with the bonkai. Bonkai. Who's next? Yes. Who's next? Oh no, that was the only one. Oh. Cause, <laughs> no, because he's a crazy cool character. I think anyway. I, do, I agree. Yeah. yeah, every time this man, this man, he he doesn't even need to use his bonkai for the majority of the fights. His shikai alone was enough to uh, make Aizen be afraid of his shikai. His shikai alone. Aizen. Yeah, who considered the, himself a higher being. Yes. He had to make plans to uh, well, hold back his Shikai. I wish he did. I think he did it with one of the wrong cars. Uh, it like su- subdued his Shikai. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the Shikai alone was to, was enough to bring people into their knees and be like, oh, you gotta Yield. take care of this one. And wasn't yeah. like Aizen like up there in, compared to him? Yeah, because well, his, intelligent his, uh, wise, right? Yeah, his intellect, and also but his, he was uh, just like a, his Shikai ahead, also sorry. was like pretty powerful mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Like, illusions. The, uh, yeah, the illusions were like pretty real, Loki style, basically. <laughs> so yeah, so someone with the likes of Aizen, who mind you, also took over uh, Waco Mundo, mm-hmm. had to make preparations to subdue. His Shikai. And even then, it didn't even do anything because him alone is enough to, to you know, his hands are rated E for everyone. Yes, <laughs> everyone. E, E, E. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, he's a, he's one crazy guy. Yeah, this guy is like you think he's like you think holding back my shikai means I'm powerless. <laughs> How dare you? Let me take off my shirt and show you yes. my my scars and, and my you. muscles. Reflex on like, you. What are you gonna do there, old man? Oh my! <laughs> oh, my. Like, oh my! He's like this beard ain't for nothing. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And even when he lost an arm, bro, my man is. How did he even lose it? Ah, well, if you got to watch the show, if you want to find out. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Absolutely, dude. Oh yeah, I mean when you have when when he is on point, all the moisture in all of the serite, all of uh, what's it called? The 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 the. Wakeamundo, the, the desert. No, 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 no. Soul society. Oh. Soul society gets evaporated just by him flexing his muscles, bro, with his sword, bro. That is crazy. That's why it's like considered one, if not the strongest. But uh, what's it called? Uh, Bonkai. Uh, yeah, Bonkai's in Force the verse. Of nature. Yeah, definitely. Like I mean, mind you. Was like a last case scenario, which is what it resorted yes. to. Yes, yes, but I mean, fortunately, for for those that are manga readers, you already know what happens. But Don't know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, despite all that, I mean, I thought he was a like he is a great character, and I think him at some point giving Ichigo a shot, at, like to be to continue being the uh, substitute Soul Reaper. Like obviously shows uh, the character growth mm. in him because he was very opposed to him being a, a substitute soul reaper. He, he was yeah. he did not like the fact. But as the story progresses, uh, you see how the character devel- development really really shines, and not only with him but all of the other captains or the other yeah basically captains of each of the the what what is it twelve. I 13. think it, it oh, 13 uh Gote 13 um and, and each of them uh slowly figure out that Ichigo is about his business he's a man of his word he's and, uh yeah he's definitely I and uh you know puts where his he puts his money where his mouth is you know he's a man of integrity so it, it's awesome to see that that character it was, development. Um, it was Yamamatsu who gave the okay to give back uh Ichigo's powers Right, right, in the Fullbringer arc, absolutely, yeah, which is amazing. It's awesome, magnanimous, even. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. He was like, "Man, he's like, that was like, easier why, than expected." Why? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and then man. from and then and then and only then. Yo, it, really quick, guys, have yeah. you have you guys seen um what's it called? Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man, Man at all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you guys think uh, as far as the anime is like the the, the animation? No, the animation. Oh, it was really good. I think the story. Did you okay. think it was better than than um Bleach's uh, anime? Mm. I mean, movie quality. Nah. Uh, first episode. No. Nah, right. So. I mean, I they're the doing CGI an okay job as a. As a and the fight scene with the CGI is in. It's a little. I was like kind of, kind of weird, man. but but it's pretty. It's really good. It's really story good. wise. Yeah, 
Which one would you like more? My Hero Academia or Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. Uh, Dang. I don't know. This last episode of My Hero with, uh, what's her name? With, um, the, the bunny girl, what's her face? Yo, she's a, she's fine. She's a fighter. She's stacked. She's a rabbit. 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 <laughs> rabbit is rabbit. <laughs> yes. She, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, she's like, I'm ready to die any day. Oh, man. Basically. Dude. No health insurance hate me. <laughs> That's crazy funny, bro. No, but the fact that I, I don't know if I, I mean, I don't want to spoil or anything, but the, the fight scene, even though it wasn't like very long, I thought it was really well paced. It was well executed. Animation was very fluid. And, uh, you know, you actually feel for her and the situation she's in and what her goal is. I thought it was pretty well, well done. I don't know if you guys saw the, the episode or whatnot. I saw up to the the whole thing with well, I, is it still safe? Is it safe to spoil right now what our episodes are up to? I have no idea. I mean, Me it's up to you, buddy. But I'm I've been watching this season except this episode that came out this week. So okay. up, up until then, like right now, it's been good. It's a, it's been good the story wise, and I've always been here. Oh, this this season gets good, man. This season gets really good. What do you guys think? Like. How how's it been progressive since? I think it's better than last season, to be quite honest. Okay. I mean, I I wouldn't go and stretch and be like, oh, this is the you know uh, season, the epitome of all this, you know, my hero academia season. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what I am excited for is the new Hunter Hunter, you know, anime announcement or more than anything else the manga announcement of like what's getting released and what's going to potentially yeah what's potentially going to get animated at some point so i think that's that's definitely a good look um knowing the backstory of the creator right now with his health it, it's a really yeah, good thing it's true it's true and hopefully no, you know true. his health is getting better hopefully yeah yeah absolutely bro yeah. um f as far as that show goes oh I, I don't i don't know if i mentioned it last last recording about that anime that's like a netflix exclusive with i forgot the name of it but it's something with the bastard in the name the cyberpunk yeah. something something with bastard in the name which was i thought was hilarious i don't know if you guys caught wind of it or have watched what was it the plot about what was the plot he's uh some sort of like crazy powerful mage that was sealed into the body of a, a young boy and that young boy has a caretaker which is a, a virgin girl and uh, his Maria, limiter, I think her name is right i think so and the limiter or the unlocking of of <laughs> that um i guess you can say the the where where he was uh, locked in uh the boy's body is uh is a kiss from said girl and he basically comes out and uh like but naked basically and starts <laughs> whooping ass <laughs> he becomes and, ready uh, for everyone right 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 and then um uh, he gets back he gets locked back into the little kid's body um uh, i i also think because of a kiss or whatnot but the thing is that he hates everything and he wants to destroy everything but the only thing he can't or doesn't want to is things that the little kid loves and he so happens to love very much not in a weird creepy way but he's he has affection for uh, Maria or whatever the, the girl's name the caretaker yeah the caretaker is and uh, he just can't see himself killing her or being mean or bad to her 
Um, just which, smash. Again, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's there's some comedic elements to it, which I find very funny because it's like, you know, more on the adult humor side and just like just wholesome, weird. wholesome humor, man. Yeah, sure, sure. Let, let's call it wholesome. But, right. Um, but yeah. I, I think it's it, it's worth giving a shot to 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 watch, you know, um, other than that, I don't know if anything in this season, it like piques your interest as far as like I can remember. I think there's maybe a few uh what's it called a few a few um truck coons hitting people people getting isekai isekai but i don't not know this season not that i know of this season no i don't uh, think so I, if anything it's been mob psycho um, oh yeah oh, that's right, been right, right. Good. <clears throat> it's been mob yeah, psycho absolutely. chainsaw man uh mh yes. my hero Bleach. bleached up and um yeah. What was the other one? There was another one. Uh, did I say my hero? Yeah, I said my hero. No, that yeah, mm. the the isekai ones are the one that dude Spikes becomes family? a sword. Spike's family, right? And the, so the dude that the family ex family. Who right. was Chan wants to hang out? Zaki Chan. That's right. that's a that's a different kind of you know wholesome one. It's still yes. kind of you More know more than a married couple, but not lovers. I guess. Uh, I guess. Yes, definitely. Really question mark. I haven't seen uh, that one. The, I can confirm. The one again, the one that the dude becomes a sword. That's the isekai one, and then the other Ooh. one where I think he's called a tamer, if I'm not mistaken, and he yeah, has like he's some. Tamer. Yeah, he becomes the strongest one. one, right? And he switches classes. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yes. Yes. And any any love triangle one this season? Uh, Uzaki Chan. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, but that's just like platonic. Like they want to insinuate that they want to become lovers. Like even like, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. One. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Uzaki Chan's mom wants to, you know, get Try. with the Uzaki. Yeah, Uzaki Chan's boyfriend, best friend. Best friend. <laughs> I remember um, the freaking link you shared last time, Alan. Uh, whoa, 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 why are you? Uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. Throw me under the bus with anything like that, bro. I didn't send you nothing, bruh for the figurine for the figurine oh yes yes that that was all me i take full responsibility i'm thinking over here i'm pressing charges yeah, on yeah, him yeah, no. yeah, yeah. i think you telling uh the, the good folks out here listening to us that i'm sending you naughty links bro i don't do that bro no i already have my repertoire of dojins don't you worry yes i only send you wholesome nice good figurine links, links. that's right nothing but the best for my guys What about you, Josue? Any comments did about you guys, that? Did you actually... I don't know, Josue, did you see the link that I sent? About... Which uh, one? The figurine? Because I know no, Marvel was for... Sh- I remember the, the other one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, what was the other one? The, was it the, the Dakimakura? Yes! Dakimakura! Mm-hmm. Well, d- just think about it. it. It's the same thing, but in figure form. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But he's like the same form. goodness. A PVC, nothing but the best for my guys. <laughs> Polyurethane, uh, polycarbonate in a nice oh, little yes. base. Yes, nicest base. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I I haven't really, you know, gone you know balls deep into any of the shows really. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. What I have been seeing on Netflix is uh, something about like 
Halloween related called The Day Shift. Have you heard about this movie? Nope. No. I forgot this character. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, the name of the character. The name of the actress. Mahogany. Uh, do you think you can hook me up with this also <laughs> as well? I forgot it. What's um, it called? Day Shift? Day Shift. Cast. Bless you. I know that yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg, isn't it? Okay. Jamie Foxx? There you go. Jamie Foxx. Well, you confuse Jamie and Snoop Dogg, bro? No, no, no. No, uh, no. He says Snoop Dogg was in it. They're I, both, oh, yeah, they're both in it. Oh. There's Dave Franco, Natasha, Louis, Leo Bordizo, Megan Good, Carla Sousa, uh, Sousa Steve Ho- uh, Howie. Yeah, Howie. Uh, Scott Atkins, Ol- Oliver Masucci, Snoop Dogg, Eric Lang. Peter Stomore, Zion Brodnicks, and the director is J.J. Perry. And it's rated R for Pirates. R. But it's pretty good. It's basically like um, it's a society. And some people are linking it to the, the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter kind of movie. But they're not directly saying <laughs> Wasn't it. Wasn't that like a nonsensical, like not so good movie? No, it has a cult uh, fall on underground following <laughs> yes yes you just but, said uh, it bro but key, on, key word cult like following yeah, but on, on netflix this one they uh-huh. they gave a uh they gave a budget for this director and they they made this movie where it's in the present day in california and right. this guy is uh jamie fox is uh, a pool cleaner right this is his day shift job he works as a pool cleaner uh uh-huh. you know this is how he feeds his family but low key, right. what he doesn't say to his family is that he um he's a vampire hunter. And he gets he gets paid for, you know, taking out vampires and you know selling their fangs for the highest money. That's what uh-huh. the economy for the vampire hunters is. You know, sell your sell their fangs for cash. And uh turns out Fangs that for cash. Awesome catchphrase. Yeah. Yes. And uh turns out that the main character is banned from the union. Which quote unquote Abraham Lincoln started, and oh, okay. uh, there's a lot of posters when he's walking into the secret society. That uh, there's a lot of like uh, memorabilia or uh, stuff from the first movie, but you know, in the future, now in the present. And this character unfortunately took out at the beginning of the movie one of the you know, uh, uh, an elder vampire, which was associated with or, or or related to a big baddie from the movie baddie in all the senses that you and i like alan Josue. oh hey now yes you should see the movie if you got netflix it's a good movie um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's not I, it's like it's not like a oh, heavy plot or anything like that it's just a good movie i really appreciate it it made me laugh I don't. I'm not subscribed to Netflix, bro. I'm like I don't subscribe to that to to vampires that they were gonna say. No, I mean uh, it probably is a good good movie or show, but I just don't have Netflix. Yeah, and it's obviously in English dubbed. I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the original language, right? It came in. No, but I mean, what's it called? I haven't like I don't know about you guys. Have you guys finished watching Stranger Things? That implies yeah. ever started. Well, that's the thing, because I've never, I've never started, nor have I ever finished it, because I've never started. Amen. That's to why that. I ask. Yeah, I, I only not, caught glimpses on social media and like side because of family members watching it. Well, yeah, n- no one, no one in in my immediate family watches it, so I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell you that I know anything about it besides that social media. Yeah, 
Yeah, besides it's very popular or used to be a lot very popular when it was airing. It came back but, again um, the, the end of last year, was it? Or was it this year? I, I don't remember. Me neither. Don't know. But there was a lot of musical memorabilia that's around on the internet because of that. And that's like, oh, really? Power okay. to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like anything that's been on Netflix, um, that's not, uh, that's not, I guess you can say anime related to a certain extent. <laughs> Cause even like I think Netflix is the one that did the Squid Games, right? Originally, yes. Yeah. Question mark. No, no. Yes. They are, yeah. Yeah, cause they bought the rights to here make it right. State. Right. Cause originally it was like uh, the screenwrite was originally a South Korean screenwrite that no one picked up, but I think Netflix took a shot. How they spend all that budget. money? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. They, there you go. They gave them a budget. The budget wasn't anything crazy, but they made do and apparently it became a hit. And um, what's it called? Yeah. So things like that, I, I got, I get the information because, you know, it, it's interesting to me, mm -hmm. like the backstory. Um, but to like, I haven't watched it, a single episode of, of Squid Games or anything like that. You can watch the but, Mr. Beast version of it. Oh, that's true. I mean, but oh, then yeah. again, I, I'm, I'm, not for nothing and, and no shade to Mr. Beast but I'm not not that I'm not a fan of his like in in the sense of like I don't think what he does is cool or, not, or nothing I don't think that way right I think what he does is really cool and really you know catchy or whatnot but I, it just so happens I don't subscribe to him I, I'm not mm -hmm. subscribed to him I don't really watch metaphorically and literally don't subscribe to him <laughs> yeah I yeah, but but I think what he does is really awesome. Like I, I know he's a charitable guy, and I think that's super dope. I think that's awesome. But again, um, I don't know. No shade, Tom. Uh, no shade. Yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, I'm more of like I'm gonna sit down and probably watch, uh, what's it called, Graham Stephan, and listen to him about uh, about how he does finances, right? Or do you watch or, his live streams of Mr. Stephan? he doesn't really live stream he or he has set videos okay okay uh like i'll watch andre jick or even like joseph carlson for things like that i'll even listen to like a peter shift like for things like that and i know for some people it's like it's boring stuff but i think there's like something to be said to like get these different points of view like of george gavin or something like that or robert kiyosaki to listen to like those point of view to get a more well-rounded uh vision of what's happening around in finance when it comes to entertainment though like not for nothing bro like i don't know about you guys but um i like watching like things like that like valuetainment when when patrick but david has like an awesome like uh someone that i don't really know much about comes on to the podcast or the show starts breaking down things that could be politics what's valuetainment uh, to start with is that yeah, an oh, actual word? A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an actual. It, it's a company. It's a company. It's a. It, it it's uh run by. It's a YouTube channel actually. It's called Valuetainment, and um, it, it's run by uh Patrick oh, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah. big. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were. You were did it on your own. Like you came up with it. No, but a sexual podcast. Dang. No, 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 no. But yeah, no. But like uh, that's things that I'll watch that I I find entertaining. So, like. He has pretty like pretty good guests. Like uh, one day he'll be interviewing a mob boss, an ex mob boss from the one of the the, the New York families, and then the next day he'll be talking to somebody 
that that has totally different thing about finance or something about uh, religion or something about um, business. They're that, both they're both running yeah. their own their own uh, businesses. You know, the mob and uh, and yeah. uh, and the econo- economists. Sometimes he'll be talking to a, a UFC fighter or he'll be talking to some sort of, uh, uh, you know, coach for like the Red Sox or for, uh, you know, an ex-military, uh, you know, or CIA or FBI agent or something like of that nature, you know, something like that. And I find it really entertaining. So as you had Mr. Ramsey on. Uh, which Ramsey? Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsay? No. Like, I'll watch Gordon Ramsay. Like, I'll watch his when he does his little, you know, how to make uh, five different pasta dishes in less than 12 minutes and something like that. And I think it's really entertaining. I, I find it very entertaining. I can't wait until there's the anime of Mr. Ramsay and his uh, and his exploits. <laughs> you imagine, dude, like throwing plates at people like, this is absolute rubbish here. I mean, like anime does have an affixation like, with them the in Japan, sauce? with the uh, British culture. <laughs> Where That's is true. The lamb sauce. This is oh, rubbish, yeah. garbage. Oh, I, uh, I spit on this. <laughs> like, <laughs> where do you think you're going? Uh, let's go talk to you. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because he'd be like busting people's chops and stuff. That's hilarious. And their lamb chop. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. Yes. Now I'm thinking. Like, oh, this is this is inedible. <laughs> it's, this it's, is rubbish, I say. But <laughs> but, but sir, I I, I did it medium he well. He cuts it open. He's like, it's very bland, very undercooked. I added salt, sir. I added salt, sir. That's hilarious. Like you need more than just salt, and he just looks at him. Grabbing his shoulder, grabbing his shoulders, more than salt, and then it cuts to a, a news report. Uh, Gordon Ramsay gets arrested for personal assault. Dude, I mean, I don't you know about you guys. That um, with Gordon Ramsay, it's always like it's either really good or really bad. It's never like it's it's decent. Yeah, I think that's for the shock value. That's you know? that's the point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, look, I, I don't know about you guys, but like I I'll even like watching, and I don't know if you guys have um. I've seen um, uh, his, I guess you could say his his boss, the one that, uh, oh yeah, that, his that he worked under. Yeah, 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 no, no, he worked under. His name is Marco Pierre White. Yeah, yeah, basically, Marco Pierre White is used to be like that guy was crazy, dude. Like, if you see some of his his videos, like when he was young and he was working in France and had his own restaurant, dude. My man, I think one of the story goes that Marco Pierre White made Gordon Ramsay's cry. And that was like one of the that stories. That was his trauma. <laughs> yeah, no, because like he was very uh, much about like getting... He was a flower perf- boy. He was very... No, he was very about, much about getting perfection on the plate because like he he really... like. What's his name? Marco, uh, Marco Pierre, Pierre White. White. Yeah, like he... Like between Marco Pierre White... Uh, Joel Robochon and like Gordon Rams, like these people are like very, very passionate about what they do, and it it comes off as like they're being dicks to people. Like when they're in the kitchen, they'll be throwing plates and whatnot, and it's a very classical French way of doing things, right? Like it, it's like I'm I'm the king of the kitchen. You do what I say, and if I don't like what you uh, how you're doing or going about what I tell you how to do. It's like, you know, there's the, there's going to be, you know, heads flying, bro. 
And so they have a niche where they're obligated to stay versus uh, do they have a good customer service? That's the question. No, I'm pretty sure a lot of people could care less about what's going on in the kitchen. As long as you're presenting perfection on a plate, they're willing to s- sit there and pay they're whatever the price is. At. That's the thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the customer. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like in anything, like when there's, you know, it's a time sensitive uh, time under pressure type of situation when you have to bang out like a six, seven course meal out. You know, everything is intricately, intricately made with like everything having a derivative sauce made just exactly perfect and seasoned because you you go one to one of these like michelin star uh, restaurants there is you no were gonna salt say joints, weren't you? <laughs> there is no salt and pepper shakers on your table everything is already what? perfectly yeah. seasoned for you this is the reason why it's like you're oh. literally eating you know the the amalgamation and reflection and what the inspiration is of the chef you know translated on a plate Imagine. and there is no yeah there is no you need a little extra sauce a little extra salt a little extra pepper no got any extra that, <laughs> no such thing no such thing They'll it's kick you out. <laughs> yeah it's like it's perfect the way i made it because this is what how it's supposed to taste because that's how i imagined it and you know my there's taste a, buds are different um, sir i don't uh, care level, about your taste buds it's a level of ego obviously but I mean, that is art, right? That is their art. Yeah. And it's an art. It's an art, art that is, you, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's an art. It's an art that you can actually, you know, use all your five senses to actually imagine it's you know, just enjoy. It's a little bit cold, sir. That's supposed <laughs> to be that way. It's a gazpacho, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this salad is too bland. It's a salad. <laughs> Basically. But yeah, I, no, remember, yeah. I remember. I remember a story from. I, I don't know if you remember uh, Mario Batali. I think his name was uh, the Italian chef with the Crocs that would walk around. Onion. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that kind of like ran away and escaped to like Europe or, or Africa or somewhere because he got, uh, I guess, blamed or accused of sexually harassing someone, and he kind of just like dropped everything he was Bye. doing before. And then he kind of like skipped town. And uh, I think, I don't know if he ever came back to the States or whatnot, but he had um, a a Marco Pierre White story where he was doing, I think an internship, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or some sort of work for Marco Pierre White. And Marco Pierre White said, oh, you have to make a risotto for me. So I can, so for, you know, whatever the thing that he had to do, right? So he made a a risotto. He, he gave it to him. Uh, Marco Pierre White tasted it and he threw that the, the plate with the risotto in it uh, across the, the kitchen to the wall. He's like, that's absolute crap. Make it again. And he's like, I made with it perfect. So, yeah, yeah. So he, he made it again. He's like, and, and, and Robert Tali say, Yo, what is his problem? Like, I made it perfect. Like, I, I had the rice, the, the broth, like, it was perfectly mantecato, like a risotto should be. And I go and I present it to him, chef, please taste. Taste it again. He threw it again. He said, This is crap. I got so, and Mario says, point. Yeah. Yeah. He, I got so fed up after he, he did that. He's like, He doesn't even know what a risotto should taste like. He doesn't even know the consistency. So he got like really upset because it's like some hot sauce in the next one. <laughs> no, 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 because obviously Marco Pierre White is a French trained, classically French trained chef, right? Yeah. And 
and Mario is a, a classically Italian uh, trained chef. And there's overlap yeah. with certain there's certain overlap with certain techniques and certain ways of doing certain things. But sometimes it's like it's a little difficult to be on the same page with certain things. So he got fed up and he's like, and you know, I, I before I left, like I, I kind of quit on the spot. And before I left, I, I grabbed two big uh, uh, handfuls of salt and I put it into one of the mother sauces in the big pot and then I just left and that's my Marco Pierre White story <laughs> that's what he said dude I'm like that's crazy bro <laughs> I'm just saying look make the third risotto but add a little bit of extra hot sauce there just just, mm. just here you go nah, yeah, no, it's, it's, you, you taste it long to so see it doesn't taste it doesn't you're burning up your head like <laughs> like no no it's all good sir it's all good sir and like the, the French uh. so the, the the chef named the chef of the century Joel Robochon that was another crazy kook of a chef uh and you know r.i.p to that man but he he basically was i guess the the like the, hence the reason why he was named the chef of the century because he brought so much or he yeah he basically introduced like this, the next generation of like culinary prowess of like greatness in the french culinary world like this guy was you know my man was packing the heat with the technique. The palette was on point. Like he had a chain of restaurants uh, with his name of Joel Robochon. And uh, he he was one of the, if not one of the greatest chefs, uh, French chefs out there that really like honed his, his craftsmanship to a point where, you know, it, it was a real pleasure to eat at his restaurant but obviously he was a hard ass when it wasn't he was in the kitchen like he would yeah. like there was no days apparently from the stories that were told that plates weren't flying people were getting cussed was out there a budget for this for for broken plates literally i'm pretty sure they have a budget for that but again it's like in i guess in certain chefs minds it's like what what's what's the worth of a plate if whatever i'm putting out there isn't up to my standard you know i'm just saying it's like, like there's a budget a for food for raw food logistics well, for food and for hardware but if you're I'm, breaking it <laughs> well that's the thing i'm pretty sure chefs get to a point where it's like they're only giving you one or two chances before they fire you or their business bus because mm -hmm. you know even though they have the highest standards like it just you know logistically well, it's not sustainable well if that were the case then we would see more you know high-end restaurants going bust but that's not there the probably case. is though no it's more of the lower end restaurants that get that go bust a lot quicker especially you think it's marketing yeah. that they had no their guys and they go okay no you know market me up here with the high guys so that you know well, i can stay well, afloat <laughs> well the reason because you don't see so many high-end restaurants go bust is because of the reason that they have more than one investor in the actual restaurant. That's why they they're able to to play around with a bigger budget than just one person. They're not even the boss out. of their own restaurant. They have they're not the main money bringer of their own restaurant. They have patrons, if you will. No, 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 no. It, like, say there's a group of two or three or even five uh, restaurateurs that want to invest in one location or or they just want a restaurant and they hire the chef and they have an idea or a vision of how they want to go about their restaurant mm. and everybody kind of pitches in a certain amount of money whether it be equal parts or whether 
someone puts in puts down more money than the other uh they have more say obviously but it, it really depends on how you go about it but usually these um these people that investors that, yeah and yeah these investors in the restaurant they they get they, they're literally running a business so i thought it, it was the chef that owned the business my bad it, there's restaurateurs that are chefs that could be chefs that own, marco pierre white owned his own restaurant that's why he, he was very uh i guess precise about how he wanted things to go in his own restaurant where you know the place yeah where there's there's people that are hired chefs that are executive chefs mm-hmm. that basically are not the ones that own the restaurant but they're hired to mm-hmm. be the person that puts out greatness on the table you know and is held to a higher standard and in that in that sense he holds everyone in his kitchen to higher standards because literally that is a reflection of him and his team in the back of the house that's going on that plate and if you know poop is coming out on your plate and being served to you it's only a reflection of who and what they're making in the back so that's why people are very particular about who works with whom in the kitchen like that's that why point, it's like art it's art at the end of the yeah, day yeah yeah absolutely because absolutely. at the end of the day you can make a sandwich or something no, you can make something that has all the all the nutrients balanced it's not raw <laughs> it's just not raw it doesn't have uh yeah. what's the thing with chicken that you have to worry about um when it's not properly cooked um oh, the temperature danger zone yeah but w- what is what's some of the disease or the illness you can get um, salmonella you mean yeah it does, yeah you don't you don't cook it you don't undercook it so there's no salmonella and you get all your nutrients your protein your carbs your uh what else proteins carbs and uh, calories right and all those you get that but then there's a, a higher level where the these guys play at where they're like okay you're not coming in only to get your 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 calorie intake or your micros and macros you're coming in for the entire experience of the place you're sitting the music everything it's 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 yeah. a sensory experience versus just being you know basic right. in your intake that's what doesn't right. click in my head and there's a back end with investors like you're saying yeah i mean from ambiance to like only act, i don't know if those who are on the same you know wavelength but more than anything else from the ambiance to the actual seating arrangements to the food that you're that you're eating at the restaurant like it's all it's all part of the show mm-hmm. it's all part of the art and one thing is going to reflect the other the other one's going to elevate the other to an extent where when they bring out the, the bill and you have to pay you know x uh, x amount yeah yeah it's like you you're more than willing or more than happy to do it because it's like you went through an experience like and a movie. it's like right from start to finish it was an experience and every detail every nuance is you know just captured and and you're more than happy to pay for that and you know a lot of people like that there's some people that don't some people that can appreciate that art there's some people that can't or that don't like that art right so mm-hmm. teach their own but um yeah a, a big a big uh that's an eye opener for me man that's an a eye big opener. proponent mm-hmm. yeah a big proponent for these restaurants because like, there are yeah yeah that are higher end usually tends to have a a you know financial backer or financial backers that will facilitate you know the, the budget so that's why you don't see many of these higher end places going bust 
because there's people that are you know putting down money for that versus uh, a mcdonald's if you will like well, McDonald's, yeah because yeah. that's a franchise owner right so yeah. everything is taken care of all you have to do is put the initial down payment and um everything else like you don't have to come up with recipes you don't have to really come up with uh, a, a network of getting product to your restaurant all you have to do is hire the people uh train them and because you went to uh, mcdonald university you essentially have mcdu one of the, yeah you have one of the best uh uh, educations for franchising and um, and running a business uh, possible so it, it it really is a no-brainer when you're doing franchises no it really is I mean one of the the better ones I, I would say that you you can probably see it's the one of the least amount of, of startup money that you might need yeah. is I think subway if I'm not mistaken subway and then possibly uh something like a Domino's, like some those are like on the uh, on the less expensive franchise uh, on the less expensive end of franchises you can start and then the higher end ones would be something like a mcdonald's something like a bk something like a wendy's wendy the wendy's yeah those are more expensive to open up uh because you are usually told to go through the the, the 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 university for mcdonald's and everybody has their own way of you know training you to be the best representative of that franchise or that company that there's people that own multiple franchises i think here where we are around there's like multiple and i'll i'll switch it up uh, there's multiple dunkin donuts that are owned by one franchise owner and i think they have like three if i'm not mistaken three franchises of dunkin donuts in in and around the local area that we live in so yeah uh, just goes to show you yeah it's just crazy man it's just crazy but yeah what do you think Osman? he's like I think I gotta go yeah (laughs) I think it's about time to to wrap things up wrap it up okay Alan if you will please sign us out yes again once again Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, thank you once again for hanging out with us, listening to LTS podcast. And we bid you adieu, as Xiomara said earlier. And uh, shout outs to her. Her socials will be down in our uh, show notes and show the notes. comment section. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget to follow us on our social media as well Twitter, LTS. Instagram, YouTube. LTS podcast, YouTube. Uh, and uh, definitely show us some love. Reach out to us. <laughs> Reach out to us if you have any comments or uh, or anything else or questions, and we'll be more than happy to get at you uh, through there. Uh, again, uh, we're we're LTS Podcast. Marcos, Josue, yeah. thank you. Please say goodbye to the good, lovely people. Stay frosty, guys. I bid you adieu. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. Peace. See you later. Bye.